You're listening to episode 11 of Brave and Boss, the podcast. On this episode, I am sharing a little secret about planning. So if you're already feeling overwhelmed about planning out 2021 to the max, then this is a must listen. Let's go. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Brave and Boss, the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, the founder and CEO of the ethical fashion brand Encircled, business coach, business mentor, and I'm so happy you have joined me back in this new year. Happy 2021. If you are just getting back up onto episodes after a holiday break, welcome back. If you are brand new to the podcast, hello. Thank you for choosing to spend the next 20 to 30 minutes with me. I'm focusing this episode on planning. So around the beginning of January, people like to make resolutions. That happens every single year. And I would say 2021 is a little bit different. Obviously, people aren't feeling the same excitement towards planning their year, given the uncertainty that continues to be happening in the world due to the pandemic. However, I want to encourage you to not plan your year and do something else instead. And we're gonna talk all about that today. One of the reasons why I feel like New Year's resolutions fail, and there's a lot of research behind this, is because I think there's a few factors. So number one is that we're planning, we're picking too many resolutions, so we're trying to do too many changes and too big of changes at once. So let's say as an example, you, you know, you make a New Year's resolution that you want to lose 20 pounds and you want to meditate every day and you want to not drink wine and you want to make $5 million next year and you want to do this and you have this like 10 step list of things you want to achieve and let's say none of them you're doing right now. So think about what a big leap that is to go from, you know, zero to 10 by the end of the year. And then these resolutions are so big that we can't get to them because they are just so large. So think about 20 pounds per year that you want to lose of weight, let's say. Now, if you broke that down instead and you said, I want to lose, you know, two pounds a month of weight. And by the end of, you know, March 31st, I want to be down six pounds in weight. Now, that's a pretty tangible goal. So sometimes I have become a big fan of breaking down big goals into micro goals. And that's really all of the theory behind the um, goal making calculator that I sell on my online shop. And it's actually one of the most, I have to work on this product. Um, if you guys have been listening to this podcast for a while, it's called the Revenue and Traffic Forecasting Tool. It used to be called the Goal Making Calculator. Both of them confuse people, but essentially what it is, is it's an Excel spreadsheet where you go in and you take that annual goal. Let's say you want to do a million dollars in 2021 on your online store and you break it down by month and you put in the data, what you did each month last year, and you put in you know information like your conversion rate, your average order value. Um, and it's going to basically spit out some estimates for how much traffic that you would need to actually get to that revenue goal. 
And the whole process behind this calculator and why it's so effective is it's not just about breaking down those goals into monthly goals, but it's about tracking them. Now you can use that spreadsheet to track them. And I always encourage my coaching clients to track them daily, um, if not weekly, if possible, because the more in tune you are with analytics of your business, the more likely you are to succeed at your goal. That has been proven time and time again. So it should be no different when it comes to, you know, any sort of New Year's resolution. So you need to be tracking your progress. And, you know, the, the thought of like making 10 New Year's resolutions and tracking each of them every single day is just so overwhelming. So I would encourage you right now to think about micro goals. I just think making those types of goals are so much more achievable. So when we're talking about don't plan your year, plan this instead. I'm not saying throw out your revenue goal because you need to have an annual revenue goal and you need to know what it is by month for sure, but plan by quarter. That is my recommendation. And this is something that has totally shifted my business set and circled. So back in 2019, uh, I would say like October, November, 2019, I put I started to put into place a system at my business called EOS. And EOS stands for the Entrepreneur's Organizational System. It's based on a book called Traction by Gina Wickman, which I'll link to in the show notes. And this came about, I had heard it bubbling up in conversations with other entrepreneurs on podcasts, um, in person and meetups back in the day when you did that. And it seemed to be a common thread amongst like also a lot of investors. So they would purchase, I had an investor interested in my business and he was saying how when he goes into a business, he always puts the system in. And the more and more I started hearing about it and the more I started hearing about it from like high level investors, I started thinking, wow, I need, I really need to look into this. And then I went to the Rise Business Conference in November 2019 in, um, uh, by Rachel Hollis. And I happened to connect with another entrepreneur there who had just implemented it. And I was like, okay, this is the sign I need. I need to get this book. So I got the book, I started reading it. And, you know, there's a lot of simplicity to that system and I'm not going to go through it, but I do highly recommend reading that book, especially if you have employees. Absolutely. Um, is that there's simplicity, there's clarity, there's focus, and you're also breaking things down into manageable chunks. So instead of saying like, hey team, we're going to do $1 million in 2021. How about if you said, hey team, we're going to do $300,000 in Q1. And last year we did, you know, 200,000. So that's an extra $100,000 in this quarter. And here's the five things we're going to focus on to do it. So, or seven things. So we're going to launch five products. We're going to dial up our Facebook ads budget. We're gonna increase our average order value by adding a bundling app. We're going to, and just map out those, what they would call in EOS rocks that everybody can get behind. And then there's a whole process around the EOS planning methodology where you know, you really need to get your team on board so have like regular meetings and updates and a dashboard so that you can track this stuff. And it sounds so basic and it sounds very boring and it sounds very consultant-y, but it actually does work. And these systems ex exist in very large businesses at a much smaller scale. You know, you know, the idea with a small business is you want to put in systems that are flexible so you don't feel, you know, necessarily like burdened by the business, but you feel like the system really helps. 
So for my team at Encircle, putting in the system um, involved creating like a leadership team out of managers in my company, Um, you know, having these like really transparent open meetings, talking about priorities and goals, and then having these weekly meetings as managers to talk about, you know, what is holding us back from getting to that goal. So instead of sitting there, you know, in Q1 and saying, okay, we're going to do $300,000 and then March 31st, you're like, oh, man, we only did 59,000. And we said we'd do 300. Woo, what went wrong? Instead of that, the EOS process encourages you to be proactive about it. So you're meeting every single week. And so if you're doing, if you want to do $300,000 in revenue in Q1, you know, you need to know how much that is approximately a week. And then every week you're meeting and saying, okay, we are, you know, a tenth of the way through the quarter and we are a tenth of the way to our goal. Okay, we're on track. Or it could be we're a tenth of the way through the quarter and we're only one twentieth the way to our goal. Okay, what can we do to get back on track? And that's when you start brainstorming with your team and making an action plan. And that's really the value in that process. So when you're starting to plan 2021, I do advise doing a high level plan like your revenue, you know, products you're going to launch or categories you're going to go into, any campaigns you want to launch, all that kind of stuff. You can do it super high level and then taking that and breaking it down into detail in 90 day sprints. So those quarterly sprints, I think, are really, really important because then the goals become much more manageable and much more achievable and they're easier to track. So if you don't have team members and you're listening to this, you can do this process by yourself and you can hold yourself accountable with reminders and calendar invites and all that good stuff. But really taking the focus off of that huge annual plan and instead breaking it down. And then within that quarter, you definitely want to break it down into months as well. So I'll link in the show notes to my favorite planner, my goals that I use personally and for business as well. But, you know, at the beginning of each month in the planner, it asks you, okay, what are your top three goals for this month? And what are your action steps to get you there? So one of my goals that I can share with you, I guess, from a personal standpoint is to improve my health in Q1. Now, I'm not like overweight or anything like that, but I had a or suffering from any chronic disease, but I pinched my nerve in my back in December, early December, and I literally could not work for a very long time and um, have been having a bunch of other like symptoms, which are all somewhat related back to stress. So, you know, this year has been really chaotic and, you know, super up and down. And even though I would say at Encircled, we had a really great year, it's still been incredibly stressful. And I think myself personally, I didn't really realize the impact on my body because I'm so good at dealing with stress on an ongoing basis that I didn't realize it was all building up. So my priority in Q1 is to get healthy. And so then that's a pretty big goal. And what does that look like? Okay, well, I'm going to break it down. So in January, you know, I really want to get to the goal of not having to take, you know, by the end of Q1 2021, any melatonin or any sort of sleeping pill to get to sleep at night. Like I'm going to be so relaxed and so chill that I'll just be able to drift off to sleep and I won't wake up in the middle of the night. That's a big goal of mine because I've always had like sleep disturbances since I was a kid. So how am I going to get there? Well, I have to bring down my general level of stress. So my goal in January is to do acupuncture at least one time a week for each of the four weeks. I am going to meditate every single day, at least for 10 minutes. And I'm going to do restorative yoga 
three to five times a week. And that's it. So I've made some pretty small micro habits and then I'm going to build on those. So in February, you know, my goal is to, you know, reduce the amount of melatonin I'm taking a week and maybe go down to like one to two pills a week or something like that. And to reduce screen time by, you know, 10% or 20% or 50% or something like that. I haven't planned February yet, but you get the picture. So every month, you know, your goal, you can pick out priorities and, or rocks, I guess, if you will, and put um, tasks against them and make them part of your schedule. So what I'm going to do, you know, in my personal life is I'm not just going to like say I'm going to do that, but I'm actually going to schedule it in. So I'm going to schedule in meditation 10 minutes a day, and I'm going to make it recurring every single day so that I remember to do that. Or in my case, I have an app called Calm, which reminds me to do it myself um, every single day at a specific time. So how can you implement this for your business? Well, so when you're sitting there with your goal for January, um, you know, think about what you've got to do January to go. And then what are your goals for February and March? And then lump that all together as a quarter or however you plan. If you're working on a February, uh, March, April, like a February to January fiscal year, plan however you plan on a quarter. And get together with your leadership team if you have one. If you don't, get together with a couple of entrepreneurs who um, are like your biz besties and do a bit of a brainstorm. Like, what is your goal for the quarter and what are some things that would get you there? And this is often where people get stuck, but I want to give you guys a few tips. So oftentimes in business, we're picking a revenue goal, but you may also be picking a profitability goal. So you need to know the difference because I can definitely generate revenue at a very unprofitable rate if I wanted to very quickly and encircled. Um, and the best way to do that is to do a sale, but that's not necessarily the most profitable way to do it. So be very clear in your goal, what you really want out of it. Is it that you're trying to hit a specific revenue target because you're trying to show growth and get an investor, or are you trying to be more profitable because you want to pay yourself a bigger salary or hire a team member or invest in some new strategy or channel? So firstly, be super clear about your goal and then understand the drivers of the mechanisms. So as I talked about with revenue, so ways you can increase revenue, well, you can increase your traffic to your website. Um, You could increase your conversion rate. You could increase your average order value. Um, your increase your number of transactions. So try and think about which mechanisms, which levers you're going to pull to be able to do that. Like would getting a 30% increase in traffic get you to your goal? Or would you need to increase your average order value along with your conversion rate and your um, your traffic as well? So understanding that, and you may not have the exact right answer, but I think you kind of, if you've been running a business in the last year, you know, like if you're not getting enough traffic, you probably know. If you're getting under 100 visitors a day to your website, you're not getting enough traffic. So I can tell you that most people that I coach don't have enough traffic to their website in general. Oftentimes, our go-to is to think there's something wrong with our website. So I often see in the Shopify Entrepreneurs Forum that there is a question like, look at my website. It's been up for like a month. I've, you know, I've had some traffic, but nobody's bought. It's usually not a traffic problem. It's a quality of traffic and it's quantity of traffic. It's typically not something on your website. I mean, I operated on a really janky website for a very long time and I still got sales, but it was because I was driving good traffic. So definitely if you're going to make a revenue goal, you know, make sure you understand which 
levers in your business you can pull to get there. Now, the next thing I would say, let's say you're going to set a profit goal. Let's say you want to pay yourself or pay yourself more or hire a team member or invest in um, a new channel or a new marketing program or something like that. So if you want to increase your bottom line profitability, you know, you can definitely increase your revenue. So by using some of those levers I talked about, but you can also cut your costs. So that's another way to get to profitability. So if you can see what I'm saying there, you know, if your goal is to increase revenue, you don't need to cut costs because you're just trying to increase revenue. But if you're trying to get to profitability, you're going to have to keep a really mindful eye on your costs. So you can't just like run, you know, $80,000 in Facebook ads and be like, haha, look, I've increased my revenue if your profitability is low from doing so. So be very mindful about the goals that you're picking and truly sit down and try and understand the mechanisms behind that. If you're not really clear on what drives each of them, like do some research, um, listen to some of the past podcast episodes that I've talked about with like making your goals and whatnot. There's many ways to drive traffic to your website. There's a lot. I haven't done a ton of episodes on profitability, but it's something that I have taken. I've done a few episodes on cash flow forecasting, which leads into profitability. Um, Or perhaps you have a more personal goal in your business, like you want to take more time off or not work on weekends or something like that, and starting to think about what would you need to do to have that happen and break it down into the smallest steps possible. You know, that's the whole point of the revenue and forecasting tool. It'll actually break it down into how much revenue a day you need to be doing. So you know that if you're not doing $500 a day, you're not going to make your goal. And that process of like tracking these goals, setting the goal, breaking it down into micro bits, tracking it, making time in your schedule and holding yourself accountable to it will make you truly unstoppable in 2021. So don't just plan your year, plan your quarter, plan your goals by month and break them down so that they can feel achievable, so that you can feel success repeatedly as you're taking those steps to make your goal and make it happen. I believe in you. All right, so I hope you found some value in this planning episode. If you did, feel free to screenshot it and tag me at Christy Sumer on Instagram and I'll reshare it to my story. I love getting feedback on this podcast, so if you enjoyed it, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening and we'll be back next week. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.